Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. And a wonderful day to you. My name is Brad Zockel, and you are listening to the Questions About Heaven podcast. It has been a wonderful year. I believe that we've started, I don't believe we've been talking on this podcast for a calendar year just yet. I have to check with my editorial staff, uh, just our wonderful volunteers who help us out. But I really don't think that we've been going for more than half a year, and yet I'm understanding that we have exceeded 20,000 downloads and just some wonderful outreach through these podcasts, and I really appreciate that you would uh, trust our ministry enough to be able to look at the truths of heaven through the Bible. This means a lot, and so I commit myself to just much, much in, in study to make sure that I'm giving you what the Bible teaches us. In the Bible scholarly circles, it's called exegesis, and really what it means is let the Scripture speak for itself. We're not in eisegesis, which is the, I guess you would say, the sin of trying to force your thought into what you want the Bible to say. So whenever people will ask me, well, what about this in the Scripture? What do you think about that about heaven? And what is your opinion? I'll tell them I just am not comfortable with giving an opinion or my angle. Let's let the Scripture speak for the Scripture. And so, based on that, this is today's question that came up. And it came over on TikTok. And one of the people that had asked, would, let me see if I have their name down here. It's David Foster had written a comment and asked, what is the morning star that we will be given? Now, I've heard this. I haven't heard it much lately, but I thought, you know, I'm going to stop our study in Revelation chapter 14 and deal with this because we know that the Bible tells us that God has so many things well beyond our imagination, as it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9, and there is a designated reward seat in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10, Jesus says, Revelation 22 and verse 12, that he's coming, he's bringing his reward with him. All of these promises, and so we, what else could you give us, Lord? You're giving us eternal life. You're giving us crowns of honor, responsibilities over uh, different things and honors. We shall judge angels, 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 3, and on and on and on. And then you look here. We're given a new name. Uh, It is engraved on a white stone. And then we look in Revelation chapter 2, and it says that we're going to be given a morning star. What is this? Well, let's go back and let's take a look and let's get an answer for you. And there is a very clear answer on this. Let's go back to Revelation chapter 2 and find out what the background is. So Jesus is presenting himself. It starts in the last part of chapter 2 and verse 18 to the church of Thyatira. Some people will say Thyatira. Either way, there's no big problem with this. These things say the Son of God, who has eyes like a flame of fire. And as I've taught you in earlier classes, anytime you see fire in the Bible, it means holy judgment. So he's looking at them and not what they try to appear to be, but who they truly are as he's talking with this church. Eyes of flame of fire, looking in judgment, penetrating judgment here. Feet like fine brass, this is the purity and the strength of one who stands on the truth. 
And sometimes, as you see, brass goes through a, a refining period, so has Jesus. And this would also be a refining of the church, too. There's so much we could say. You can go back to my study in Revelation chapter 2 about Thyatira, and you can uh, take a look at the study in more detail. I know your works, your love, your service, your faith, and your patience. And as for your works, the last are more than the first. And so it's saying that they are increasing in their service and their love. They are doing better. It's getting more and more powerful, maturing, you could say, in the faith. But here, look at verse 20. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you because you allow that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, who calls herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants to commit sexual immorality, eat things sacrificed to idols. And I gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality. She did not repent. So what we have is, this is more a symbolic name. You see many times the name of Jezebel, First Corinthians, uh, for, I'm sorry, First Kings chapter 16, Second Kings, you start in chapter 9. Jezebel is used as a, a, a term of wickedness. And uh, you, you can use it in many times. Uh, that's just talking about someone who is uh, just a, an, an evil, evil person. All right, now, when we go through here, she calls herself a prophetess. Um, so we get the idea she wasn't even one. She claims to be one. And there's a seduction here of immorality in which we see that she is uh, bringing people down. And so there needs to be uh, a time of repentance. She did not repent. Uh, that is one of the most intense judgments against Jezebel, is I gave you a chance to confess, repent, and turn around. She would not do it. We see so many times in the scriptures that even those in, even during the seven years of, of, of judgment, the flipsis, uh, the, the great pressure, that's what the tribulation is known as, there was time for those to repent, and some still did not. Many did. So as we go down through here, she is going to be judged, and you can read that on your own, but here's the reward. I'm going to go down to verse 26, which takes us up to what we're talking about. And the Lord says, and he who overcomes, we keep seeing that term, overcoming, and staying faithful, and overcoming, we see this in Revelation 3, 21, overcomer will sit with the Lord on the throne. Overcoming, very powerful, not just a passive celestial couch potato, but somebody who is really wanting to have victory. And he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nations he shall rule them with a rod of iron. They shall be dashed to pieces like the potter's vessel. This is going back to Psalm 2, that uh, reference to when Jesus will rule over the earth. As I also have received from my Father, I will give him the morning star. So when we see all of this, righteousness is going to be held up. It's going to be protected. Those who try to go against it, this is a very graphic image, they will be dashed to pieces. And when we see this, the shepherding here, those who being, are, are being ruled will be shepherded. That's the word uh, uh, that we see here. And along with all these promises, we see then Jesus offers them something, the morning star. Now, we find something most powerful in this because this is 
Well, well, let me tell you, okay? We go back to Revelation chapter 22, and when we look in Revelation chapter 22 and verse 16, I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify to you these things in the churches. And he says of himself, I am the root and the offspring of David. He's not only before David, he's after David. I am the root and offspring of David. And what does he say? I am the bright and morning star. Now, this is a powerful, powerful passage here. This one literally means the early one belonging to the morning. And I find something even more fascinating because of this wonderful descriptive name of Jesus found in Luke chapter 1. Go to verse 76. Luke always writes these very long chapters. And listen to this. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest, for you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins, the payment of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, with which the day spring, and put a capital D in there if you're writing in your Bible encyclopedia, with which the day spring, that's naming Jesus, the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. This is the day spring. Anatole is the word, the place of rising, the dawn, that's Jesus, the bright end morning star, because as you see this, he is, well, Malachi, you can go back to Malachi. He is the son of righteousness who will arise with healing in his wings. This promise given to them is of the light, the morning light, the light that shines in the darkness. We know that when we see darkness, it's calamity, it's fear, but we're reminded, Psalm 23 and verse 6, I can walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and I don't fear any evil to me. You're with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Psalm 119, verse 105. It says, your word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. So we keep seeing light as opposed to darkness. Light is joy. Light is strength. Darkness is confusion, chaos, and even calamity here. But then we look at this. What does it say about Jesus in John chapter 1 and verse 9? He is the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. And when you see this, we see the morning star rises in our heart, as it says in 2 Peter chapter 1, when we see the truth of Jesus himself coming. The day is coming, the hope is coming, the clarity. When I was in Boy Scouts, and then when I I used to go on my own and go backpacking, in Yosemite, back when I lived and in, 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 uh, ministered in California, I would take a weekend off, and I was uh, always looking toward that morning time. I'm an early riser, and I might get up and look over Yosemite, or in the Boy Scouts, look over the Appalachian Trail, and look over the mountains, or here in South Carolina, look over Table Rock, or when I lived in Tennessee, over those beautiful, gorgeous, smoky mountains, and you would see the sun starting to come up, just peeking over, and you knew there was a day ahead, the morning star. So what is this saying here? This is the beginning of the joy of the eternal future, if you think about it. This is so exciting when we see this. Jesus is opening up the whole eternal day. 
That's what it's talking about here. When you see this, I'm going to give you the morning star. He didn't say, I'm going to give you better looks. I'm going to make you taller. I'll make you stronger. I'll make you sing louder. What he says is, I'm going to give you the morning star. That's better than any of that. He gives them himself. He's the morning star. Revelation 22 and verse 16, I am the root and offspring of David, the bright and morning star. We are giving something that is beyond anything we can comprehend. We are given Jesus. We gave ourselves to him in salvation. He is giving himself to us in eternity. What a wonderful trade. Isn't that amazing? And it's all true. It's all a promise from God who cannot lie. Titus chapter 1 and verse 2 tells us that. Hebrews 6, 18, it's impossible for God to lie. You have a pretty solid promise here. The bright and morning star. To the overcomer, to the follower of Jesus, Jesus turns around and says, I'm totally yours. I am going to be with you, and you are going to be with me. And John 14, we're going to be home together. We're going to go home together. What a promise. Thank you so much, friends. This is Brad. I do appreciate so much that we can be together. We can talk about Jesus. We can praise the Lord because of the promises we have. And I just love sharing this. Be in prayer for me as I'm going up into Pittsburgh area on July 16th. Before that, I'll be in Mechanicsburg over at Emmanuel Baptist Church with Pastor Steve Cruz, wonderful man of God, and uh, having a chance to spend the entire day giving three different meetings talking about heaven. That's in Mechanicsburg at Emmanuel Baptist Church. Be in prayer if you would. If you see your way to help us out on my traveling expenses or hotel expenses, then if you would go to our home our ministry, Zulon.org. That's our parent ministry. And the website is Zulon, X-U-L-O-N dot O-R-G. Zulon.org. And if you can help in any way, we are a 501c3. You will receive a tax receipt. I can help out. Listen, even just a couple of uh, you know, a couple of dollars help out with some gas as I'm traveling. I never ask these churches for any fee or anything like that. And so we go by faith. Thank you so much. As we continue our talk about heaven, I will be most excited as the Lord allows to talk with you again very soon. Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's X-U-L-O-N.org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.